to all my new followers, and thanks so much for joining in today. Uh, for those of you who are new to my show, I'm Amy Roshevsky, um, and very, very happy to have you guys here today. I'd like to tell you that I am virtual, coming from North Carolina. Um, we live stream, uh, we're streaming on AMTV Productions, and coming from the New Dawn Theater in Boca Raton, Florida. So I'd like to just say, um, don't be shy if you would like to call in, ask questions while we're, we're, we're doing the show, especially if you have a question or two for my guests. The number's at the bottom of the screen, 888-499-4995. And, uh, and everybody will be there and they'll pop it on the, the screen for us. So I'd love, really love to hear from you. Um, also, if there's someone you would like to suggest uh, to be on the show, any guest in any medium, be sure to let me know. Um, the world is really large virtually right now, so we can really reach out to a lot of different people. And I would love to share <clears throat> some interests that you might have. So um, uh, number one, please, today. I'm going to put up a photo, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's the photo. And um, I promised uh, last week that I would talk a little bit more about my other art. But um, I've been really, really busy with, the, with these mosaic, mosaics, and I couldn't help myself um, to bring the discussion up again. Um, and if, if you're watching for the first time, let me tell you a little bit about my mosaics. They are um, original canvases that I've had in my storage, and um, I wasn't showing them. so. I use them, I cut them up, and I use them to make new, um, new mediums. Um, there's a little dog barking back there. Um, so because I'm finding that um, my diversity is, of the subject matter is the same as I do with my acrylic work, so I'm all over the place. So my, as you can see behind me, I have a, a, a Tiffany lamp, and then I have a landscape. And um, many of them, I've just, Whatever comes to mind is just going to come out onto my my new canvas, as you would say. So I'm surely um, I'm really showing you an original and then another original on top of it. So it has a lot of meaning to, meaning to me. So the new one um, that we were just talking about up here, um, I I take a walk every day and I pass this wall. So one day I took a picture of it, and then I said, right, "What am I going to do next?" So I sat down on my table. And I started to look through my, my uh, pieces of canvas that I have and try to figure out how I could get the right coloring to work into the, into the painting. So I just sat down and, and started with the wall at the bottom. The, the, it, actually, it's a path at the bottom that I walk on. And then there's a wall. And then there's layers of uh, walls in there. And then I finally um, was, I started building up the, the flowers. As a matter of fact, the, the flowers that are in there are dried now, and I picked them in the exact same place as where the photo was taken. So I've sort of included that into the medium. And then at the top, there's like a little white ridge line, which I got to, and I said, well, what am I going to do now? And I don't know how to end it. So I started looking through my scraps, and, and I put the um, little pieces up there, and um, all of a sudden, I, I looked at it and I said, oh, they look like their homes on top of the hill. So then I just added the sky and there it was. And I, I'm really, I really enjoyed that. I had no idea that I could get the dimension or just, you know, getting that to, uh, to get there. So um, 
you know, it's, it's really very difficult when you um, get to a point that you're running out of canvas. So um, I have all these little pieces. I don't know what I'll use to get from my next, uh, my next uh, painting, but um, you know, I, I think what, I, what was going to happen is I'm going to have to start painting on canvas and then doing the, and cutting them up after I paint them. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, so um, I want to just bring up the, uh, another photo. Should be here any second. Okay. So, like I said, I wanted to show you a little more of my um, other pieces of work, and um, the one on the right top is. Um, the black and white and red. Um, that that one is for a children's um, room, and actually, it's in a playroom right now in somebody's home. And I did a whole line of children's uh, paintings uh, in the last year or so. So, um, if anybody's looking for stuff for playrooms or even for adult playrooms, uh, there's there's a few to choose from. And then on the left side is just an, an acrylic painting that I did. Um, and if you want, if anybody wants to see any of these up close and personal, you can go on my website or I'll be happy to send some to you. And then the bottom two are two more mosaics. And the one on the right bottom, I, I did um, the woman and it was, and the whole canvas was my first one that I filled in. Um, and it has um, gray uh, <clears throat> canvas that I use for the background. And, uh, that, and the other one is just a, you know, a, a flower vase, which kind of came out great because it has all the bright colors in it. So um, today, um, I'd like to really um, keep my speech short today because I have a very special guest, um, Allison Perlman, who's going to be coming on. Um, Allison, um, I guess you could, you could put her picture up for a second. There she is. And um, I, I can't wait to, uh, talk to her and I'm going to ask her, um, she, she deals with celebrities and I'm going to ask how she's been uh, carrying on virtually and how that's working out for uh, the celebrities around the world. And um, so I just like to take a commercial break real quick right now. And when she comes back and when I come back, we will have a great show. So be right back. Come see Amy Ryshevsky, an artist here at the gallery. She has a plethora of art styles that will indeed captivate the human spirit, mind, body, and soul. From her vibrant pieces to her most shrouded pieces, come down and see Amy Ryshevsky. It's so a much. pleasure and an honor. It's my um, pleasure. Alice and I go go back in time. We've known each other for many years and uh, sort of watched her career blossoming. And um, I'm, I was so pleased when she said she would do this. And uh, Alison, can you just tell us about, um, we'll get started, uh, but tell us how you got into the TV entertainment world. Um, I know you were um, 
in, in strategic planning and marketing. And so just explain a little bit how you got started and, and go ahead. <laughs> sure. Yes. Well, I, again, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here, Amy. And as if you have uh, admired my career, right back at you. You're a very nice. talented artist and, and a nice person to <laughs> Oh, that works. All around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, my career has been uh, just, you know, really, as I say, the really the genesis of everything that I've ever done. I've always been in the entertainment industry. I actually began working for a film company when I was um, interning for a film company when I was 19 years old. Uh, I grew up in, in Los Angeles, and so I did have many opportunities available to me. I was lucky enough to intern for a very famous actor named James Gardner. Uh, and as one would assume of an intern, I did everything from get coffee to pick up famous people at the airport to nannying their kids and editing film. Uh, I learned an awful lot and I worked with two gentlemen, uh, a gentleman named um, uh, Bob Levy and uh, certainly James Garner, the actor, and they were just wonderful to me uh, and, and really taught me a lot. So my track actually took me into from uh, university to business school to working for one of the largest advertising agencies in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and then on to the National Football League in New York. Um, as one would assume, you know, the National Football League is an entertainment entity, and uh, I learned about marketing and licensing and advertising, but what always really, uh, really, you know, set me on fire was the PR aspect, was publicity. So uh, I, you know, I did concentrate on sports for a while, but in working and licensing, you work with big brands, you work with Frito-Lay, you work with uh, uh, Champion Sports, Nike, Adidas, everyone, which really brought me into to the, uh, 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 the making of commercials and the exposure of uh, the National Football League um, and its uh, uh, licensing arm, its publicity arm, its publishing arm, then into the PR world. Um, I then had children. I mean, I, I, I had a, a whole life in, in, in addition to my professional life. My professional life then brought me into television production. I was the, uh, an executive producer of several very well-known television shows. And um, I always, you know, besides my executive uh, producing responsibilities, I was always interested in exposure. Um, and after growing up in the kind of house that I grew up in, which was really just... We're, we're pretty, pretty uber cultural in terms of literature and um, uh, the performance art and certainly art itself. Um, and I thank my parents every day for that. I really tried to meld what I loved in my personal life to that which uh, really set me on fire professionally. So uh, I had a gentleman come to me uh, named Nimbuswani. He runs, he's a very, very large uh, global art entrepreneur and and founder of a of a company that that uh, fosters art exhibition uh, and uh, uh, in particular celebrity art appearances uh, throughout the world and the first client I had was Ringo Starr um, and for you for those of you who don't know Ringo Starr is a very very accomplished artist and uh, the first show I did for him the first PR hit I got was the cover of Rolling Stone magazine and the cover of their, their digital platform, rollingstone.com. So that kind of set me up for oh uh, 
what I found was in a niche in the art and publicity world. So that is what God intended me to do. And uh, there was really no one, no, no, no big company or even boutique public relations firm that was servicing the publicity and exposure of celebrity artist events uh, and uh, the 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 uh, model of following concert tours and having VIP art events. So I would um, would like to think that I really not only not only uh, uh, developed the niche, but was able to bring to art exhibition um, the ability to have it uh, be per, uh, perceived as really an entertainment option. So that was about almost like 17 or 18 years ago, and uh, my firm has become the industry standard for publicity in the genre of celebrity fine art. Um, in, in addition, we'll talk about my clients in a minute. I also represent, uh, uh, for publicity, very large commercial artists. Uh, Peter Max. I've been Peter's uh, publicity component for about 17 years uh, and have also done publicity for uh, most of the major art promoters in the world. Uh, Park West Galleries, which handle all the art on all the cruise ships in all the world, Wentworth Galleries, Roadshow Company. Um, and uh, now I've transitioned into digital platforming because as the change in our uh, uh, yeah, and humanity and society, here we are. And uh, we can talk about that. And there's some there's some standout people in, in that category. Uh, certainly Ruth Ann Thorne, who is my client, who is the celebrity host for the show Art of the City TV, which is really, I, I think, going to be one of the major platform stars this coming fall and winter, certainly with my help. And she, she is a, an amazing host and amazing gallerist. And uh, I think that's something, yeah, you know, Amy. Bit, said, I thought it was terrific. Yeah, she's she's incredible, and she she I think will be. Um, uh, we're platform. We're, we're we're hoping to platform on you know Apple TV, uh, Nat Geo, um, all the major uh, uh, broadcast platforms this coming winter. Um, and she has also developed the model of following large congregate activities that are now virtual. And again, we'll talk about that. Everything that was a large congregate activity, which is no longer tenable for us, at least at the moment. Uh, certainly, we believe that that's going to change, but you know, we're not God. Nobody knows when that's going to change. So until that change comes, you have shows like Art of the City TV. You have Let's Talk with Amy Ryshevsky. You have uh, New York Fashion Week going virtual. You have uh, the Hamptons Art Fair. You have the Aspen Art Fair. Uh, so we're all just really navigating through this. And you know, for for a publicity firm who's who's, who's whose category is fine art, we have to be very uh, uh, groundbreaking. We have to be very forward thinking and we have to be, uh, you know, we have to be adaptable. We have to adapt to the way that people are engaging with each other. 
until we really are able to engage with each other. And we're a social society. So hopefully I would like to say that we can go back and credit publicity firms like mine and shows like yours, shows like Art of the City. And I'll just, I'll just let me, let me just talk about Art of the City for one minute. Art of the City Great. TV is truly a groundbreaking series. Um, and what uh, Ruth Ann has done, she is a very, very well-known gallerist, world-renowned gallerist. And she started this platform uh, on location. And she was covering very famous artists in all different cities. And she now has been covering the um, Indian Market, which is Santa Fe's premier congregate activity. Every year, hundreds of thousands of people go from uh, the beginning of August to the end of August. And they see uh, this, this is their logo right here. If you could go back to the last one, so I can just, the last photograph of Nakona Laurence. So Art of the City has been covering all of these cultural and artistic and performance and culinary events at Indian Market and bringing it to a global audience. So that's the adaptability in digital people, marketing of art. It's amazing. You know, and yeah, you're covering so me. many people now that you could never cover them before. I mean, it's just that's right. And so how the virtual stuff is working. And it's global. So, you know, you take out the geolocality factor, and, and this translates to any entertainment option, whether it is Art of the City TV, whether it's New York Fashion Week whether it is uh, you, you know, your platform, uh, people.com's platform. We're bringing now entertainment, art, culture, and performance to the world where once you literally had to get on a plane, and certainly that's gonna happen again in our world. I mean, we're we hopeful so. about that. <laughs> yeah. We hope so, and you know what? We think so, you know, God willing. Yeah. But what, okay, what Ruthann has done, which is I think almost startling in its in its uh, 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 exposure is to bring to the world th this celebration of Native American and indigenous peoples to what once was, let's say half a million or million people to the people of the world. If in fact yeah, they're, they're aware of, of the platform. So my job as a publicist is to, first of all, brand the platform, have people associated with high level, interesting, wonderful content, which Art of the City has done. Take that, uh, uh, take the, that series and then put it onto a streaming platform because streaming is where the audiences are. Whether it's, right. uh, you know, uh, Art of the City has been featured on, on NPR and PBS and in different newspaper articles, but taking that, those episodes that were on location and now are virtual and bringing them to a streaming platform where, where people can see them on their televisions as well as, as all their devices. So what, um, about, what about marketing those, those uh, how do we get people to know that you can watch these shows? I mean, it's gonna be in the newspapers, it's gonna be all over or media so people know oh i can watch that yeah you uh, use the same program. methodology as, that we use you know it's as a combination right of advertising now. marketing right. pr and you let people know via all different uh, channels that 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 this is where you can find it and this is what it is um again if you take a, a large-scale event that's very well known that's already branded so that's why at art of the city tv we took uh, Indian market and and for a month of that celebration of Native American culture 
did shows, streaming shows and, and socially platformed shows to get it out to as many people as possible. Um, no different, Amy, than what you're doing with Let's Talk Art. You're building your audience. And so that is like, a, a you know, that that's a primary importance uh, for exposure is building your audience, getting people to share it, doing, you know, all the things that you're doing that we're all doing. Um, it's a little different with um, the way that I met uh, Ruth Ann Thorne was that we did a, I represent Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers for his artwork. I did a show in San Diego and that's how she and I met and that's when I saw the show and I said, the timing for this show, go virtual, the timing for this show right. could not be better. Right. And yeah. that is the beauty of technology. Right. I know. I mean, truly. So the picture that we have on the screen, did you want to explain that? The picture that we have on the screen is um, I toured for um, about three months with uh, Fleetwood Mac on their world tour. It was, My yes, favorite. if you're asking, fun, it was a blast. Um, yes. Mick Fleetwood <laughs> is a very well-known uh, fine artist and, and, and photography artist. And so every... We picked oh, 11, is. that's Mick and I. You see that Mick is 6'5", and I'm not, even though I'm wearing six-inch heels. <laughs> um, he's a very, very talented artist, and that's the model of what I do for my celebrity artists. In each city, uh, we, we pick, let's say you have a world tour of 25 cities. We may pick five to 10 cities. In this case, I think we did 11 cities. And we follow the tour, and before the, uh, the evening before the, the actual concert at the arena, we have a private VIP art show. And if in fact you uh, uh, acquire the art, uh, you get tickets to the concert, you get to meet McFleetwood, he dedicates the art to you. Uh, it's a great thing. And I just might, must tell you here, I'm looking up and he's giving me some words of wisdom. He is just a fantastic human being. So we did Dallas and Houston, LA, Seattle, uh, Portland, Toronto, uh, being on tour with Fleetwood Mac was really an honor and a pleasure. Special, very special, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ne Another picture? What's our next? There you go. That is my client, Paul Stanley, who I can say, I mean, Paul Stanley is just, you know, front man of KISS for those of you who have lived under a rock. Um, <laughs> he's just... He's a very, very, very accomplished artist. He's an accomplished sculptor. Um, he he's just an amazing, amazing man. Uh, we I've done about eighteen cities with uh, Paul Stanley, and um, a truer professional. I mean, literally, my job is to get up at four in the morning and schlep to a television studio. And sometimes the celebrities are not that happy about doing morning TV. Uh, they do it. He is a consummate professional and um, very, very, very successful artist. In his first year out, I think he sold $10 million worth of artwork. And for, you know, I, I must tell you, for those people who are, who are listening or watching who are also PR people, because people think that we can just, you know, pick up the telephone and say, hey, today's show, what time should we be there tomorrow? It doesn't work like that. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of people pitching very, very successful celebrities who, who sing, dance, have a foundations, whatever. Uh, with Paul Stanley, it really was that easy. Whatever, wherever we were at GMA, you want Paul? Great. What time should we be there? It's not always that easy. 
Right, I'm sure not. There's a lot of bumps in the yeah. world. <laughs> there are, yeah, it's yeah, but with with Paul, it was very easy, and he, um, as all of my artists, dedicate a portion of the proceeds of their artwork sales back to their their charities. Uh, oh, wonderful. This is this is Mickey Hart of the Grateful Dead. Uh, being with Mickey Hart is like Sunday dinner. That's the best way to him. He is just a delicious human being. Um, <laughs> I, I've been a Grateful Dead fan all my life. So again, being on really? board with them is a serious bonus. And, uh, you know, uh, just getting to meet the, you know, the rest of the band, albeit without Jerry, but with the inclusion of um, John Mayer, who is, is now, you know, they tour his Dead & Company. They're, they're just wonderful. Mickey's art is very, very particular because it is called vibrational expressionism. And it is uh, really, uh, I'm gonna try to explain as well as I can, the vibrations translated into artwork via his drumsticks. And uh, I'll just oh, say wow. at this juncture that there's a very important uh, art concern. They're called Scene 4. Uh, there are two gentlemen out of California, Corey Danzinger and Ravi, and uh, uh, Ravi Do Doja, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. They two are really the forerunners of um, they brought me uh, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They they, they initially brought me Rick Allen, uh, Steve Smith of Journey, Carl Palmer of Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Uh, these two gentlemen own an art concern, which is really a, a, a world leader in, in the kind of artwork. I wanted to scene four for anybody who's watching to see the kind of art that they, that they have their clients create. And again, they're a celebrity-based firm. Uh, they also represented Frankie Benali of Quiet Riot. I was honored to have worked on a little PR for Frankie, who sadly died the other day. And uh, oh, may he okay. rest in peace. Um, yeah. But these two uh, really developed this uh, a certain kind uh, an art form, and uh, they're they're really they're, the the people they represent are the biggest names in rock and roll. Um, you know, you have you. Really, have had an exciting life, that's for sure. And, um, and it's and an exciting really life. On, it's I work a lot. It is a wonderful path. Let me tell you something. You and I have worked together, Amy. You and I. I did an exhibition for you. I brought you know to your gallery. Um, uh, uh, I think a photographer a little while ago, and we, you know, it's not often that you walk into a gallery in, you know, that was in my hood, which was great because I didn't have to get on the plane. You had right. so many people, but they came because of the trust and confidence in you. They did not know this. They did not know the artist that was exhibiting, but they came, and this, I think this is very important to understand in the art world. They came, whether they bought or not, certainly is, I mean, it's paramount because you're running a business, the bottom line is to sell art. But they came, there were hundreds of people there, Amy, and they came because of the trust and confidence inherent in your reputation. And again, that's a very, but and, and it's true, but that's a very important element to the retailing of art because you can have the most incredible celebrity in the world, the most incredible collection come into your gallery. And if in fact, the, the people who are there and who are able, willing, and, and certainly express their desire to buy, if they don't trust the gallerist, they're really not going to buy. So so I want to say, you know, not just because I'm on your show, but at least I get a public forward to say it. Say it. I've known you for how many years? Uh, many. 
Thank you. More than we both like to admit. But you have a sterling reputation, not only as an artist, for those who love your artwork, because you're very talented, but as a business person in the community selling art. And, and, and that really speaks to to the integrity and, and, and that develops between a gallerist and an artist and a collector. And that oh, is, thank you forget so much. the celebrity, that's everything. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And um, I hope that you can come pleasure. back again because yeah, we'll have, we have a lot more. We could probably do another hour of talking to each other. So, well, um, I would love to. It's it's my honor. I'm, you know, I told you I'm out here in Colorado and, and as you were in North Carolina, so we can do everything virtually. I would love to be on your show, Doug. Well, the world's at our fingertips. So um, I, I just want to say um, thanks for everybody for, for being on the show, today, coming to the show and watching the show and uh, tune in next week because I have a special guest. Her name is Jamie Reisler. And, and she will talk about urban street art and she teaches it and she's done it and she's got a, a lot to offer us and it'll be a whole nice new medium to talk about. So I think our time's up for today, unfortunately, because as I said, I could talk to you for hours. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in and I look forward to seeing everyone next week. So have a great, great art week. Bye. Thank you, Amy. Be well. Bye. Bye.